0: Critical hit Punch-All Nazis takes place in the early days of World War II and combines high adventure with cosmic horror. All dates, locations, and historical events are thrown out the window in order to create a fun story, so don't put too much thought into historical inaccuracies. All accents are done poorly, but with love, and no disrespect is intended. Last time. On Critical Hit. Please pay attention to what they are saying. <laughs> and one of the children's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fry, fry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick,
1: grab the red orb. That's what I was going to say. Try and take advantage of the
0: <laughs> An alarm goes off. Big steel gates slam down. We've got an early day because we want to, like,
2: get on those guard rotations. So, yep. We'll go. We'll
0: turn in early. The morning arrives in Venice, and you can wake up to the sounds of people uh, puttering their boats about. Uh, You can hear street people on the street doing street people things that could be delivering papers or selling street goods. People wandering around, shops opening up. It's a new day in Venice you are all in your hotel rooms and this room remember is a uh, uh two room suite it's a two rooms two bedrooms but with an adjoining like uh, common area uh
2: okay we'll get ready um i guess what we're gonna do is we're gonna try and park dock and blisco and blisco outside of the museum
0: okay anywhere in particular
2: uh, I think there's a cafe that is like where you can see the museum from
0: there. Yeah, you can and, at least see part of it.
2: Well, well part of it. One. Yeah, we'll just figure out what the best place is to, to sit them at. If they have their mask on, they shouldn't be too conspicuous. Well, they wouldn't necessarily know that it was the same two guys that put their hands on the orb yesterday. And then uh, I'll go in with Valentino and see if we can see any ghosts.
0: So you make your way through uh, the city of Venice. You can find a boat and make it over to the island of Murano. The island of Murano is buzzing with activity very early in the morning. I mean, it's like eight o'clock in the morning and already the festival goers are out. There are booths that are open. People are, are having a good time. People are handing out handbills. People are, you know, selling newspapers. Shops are open. There is a a general feeling of uh, festivities in the air as people enjoy the great glass festival, the 112th glass festival of Murano. Oh,
2: boy. All right. Let's we'll make our way to uh, the cafe that has a view of the museum.
0: Sure. So again, the museum, if you if you look at the floor plan that you're seeing in front of you, imagine like a giant rectangular area in front and back, uh, you know, kind of a big lawn area. And that is where all the carnival activities in the front are happening. So you've got the Ferris wheels, the merry-go-rounds, little rides for the kids, food stands, selling stands, all of that stuff. The back half, uh, the back side, is not as big as the front, but that is where it's kind of roped off and kind of closed off because they are carefully setting up fireworks and planning their fireworks display for the next week on December 15th Uh, aligning that, that kind of um, front lawn. uh, There are trees on either side and then there's a small street and then on each side of that. And then you have shops and cafes and those kinds of things that are there that you can, that you can see or sit or visit or do whatever you like. It is a, it is a living, breathing city after all. So the best vantage point that depends become? on, so let me ask you this, where mm-hmm. are you trying to look and what are you trying to see?
1: General conceit was to just get guard rotations to begin with. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so somewhere where we can see guard postings, if there's is there like an emplo- like a staff staff employee, staff entrance, entrance. Yeah. Maybe
0: it looks like people just go in and out of the front or the back doors. Okay.
3: So, we, but we can see like the guard people, the guys who tried to bust us, they had a uniform on and they mm-hmm. were ready to like smack us. So we need to watch for those guys. Are they looking like, you know, if it just kind of at, at thing, does it seem like they're just coming in the main entrance?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. So we should try and position ourselves to where we can kind of get a look at Who's coming in and out the lean entrance and see if we can just watch those guys. And, and I
0: mean, there's also the back entrance enough. as well. So they could come in or out of either entrance. Ah, crap cakes. Well, that requires two people. Wait, we've got two people. I know, right? Right?
3: Okay. Um, I'm slightly taller, so I'll handle the back. And is there
2: is there more town on the other side of the...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Once you hit the end of the backyard again, more trees... Around that area, and then uh, sh- another street, a cross street, or kind of a windy street, and then windy houses following the windy street. And there's a windy little man and a windy little horse. And a- All right, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. would <What> there? <laughs> but no, no more, no more festival though. Oh no! It, I mean. The festival spills throughout the area, but there's I mean, there's, you know, so shop owners will have their shops open to, you know, sell goods and and promote goods. And people are wandering up and down the streets, many of them in costumes, uh, some of them, you know, in their in their business clothes uh, throughout the area. You can definitely see, you know, people from all over. You can see people that would be dressed in what you might consider a traditional uh, uh greek garb although those people are few and far between and when they do show up people are giving them strange uh, looks and and sometimes shouting at them you will notice that there are some people that are dressed uh in a what you might consider a uh, an american style there's a a man walking around with his his wife and he's dressed like a a cowboy he's kind of heavy set you can hear him Oh, how do I cannot believe all of this glass that's in this place I should I should certainly like to add more of this to my collection and the wife is following along she's like yes dear yes dear oh this is such a wonderful I'm so glad you are able to bring us to 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 Murano to this fantastic festival and behind them are are two or three um, assistants and they are dressed in like chauffeurs type uh, attendant clothing and they are they are laden down with boxes and boxes of things that this man has, has purchased. Uh, you can see some people that uh, are wearing very, very sharp suits that are, you know, wandering up and down these streets and, and uh, through the area, some of them look like they are on their way to business meetings. You see people that are dressed in, you know, like a daily work garb, because even though the, the city is having a festival, there are still people that need to make the glass and make the food and make the donuts uh, so you know, there's all of those kinds of things uh, that are going on. Uh, but yeah, there's a general kind of feeling of of good spirits.
2: You guys are gonna. One of you is gonna be in the front, and one of you is gonna be in the back. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like the yeah. plan. So, so, yeah,
0: so where, we,
3: where, uh, so Doc, where are you gonna plant yourself? So you said that there there are places in the back where it would not seem untoward for someone to be just kind of hanging out and enjoying a morning, maybe with a nice uh, cappuccino or something. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, if you wanted to find a cafe, if there was a cafe uh, along the street in the back, you could certainly do that. Okay.
3: I think that may be the way to go. Um so I definitely want to look for something where, you know, you could just sit there and you can be like ciao. I yeah, I'm,
0: I'm not trying to
3: a, try and look Italian and necessarily, you're trying to look, but I'm also Oh no, just people going ought to sit are,
0: there. instantly know that you are not Italian. Uh, it's the hat. Yes, that's what it is. It is the hat. I'm wearing a mask. Uh, Yes. What is your mask again? Jeez. I'm not even sure I remember now. Oh Um, man. You mean you have to spend monies to buy a new mask? What does your new mask look like? (laughs) My new mask. Oh, it's going to be
3: the most amazing. It's going to be the Capitano, which is what I think my first mask was, but uh, the, the guys from the hotel definitely know it. So it's that Commedia dell'arte mask where I'm like the, uh, the huff and puff guy who's uh, the uh, former, uh, what do you call it? The guy who beats up on the Harlequin. I always think of him as uh, Jonas Grumby, the skipper. Punch or Judy? So you have like, no. <laughs> you have like the to- it's like the top half of the face with a big nose and bushy eyebrows. And it probably has some sort of like, almost but not quite hat with some feathers and some braiding in it to make me look sort of officious, maybe fakey officious. So that's definitely what it is il capitano
0: so you find there there is definitely a morning cafe where they are ser- serving uh you know pastries and and coffee and and whatever throughout the the morning and so you can sit out there on the street if if you want they have little tables and chairs mm-hmm.
3: i will do that i will find a nice place maybe get myself uh you know some sort of croissant or
0: what's the italian version of a croissant uh italian a, breakfast roll there you go <laughs> it has many layers uh-huh. it's buttery it's got a uh-huh. flaky crust oh, it's uh, kind of
3: like a like a baklava it,
0: i mean uh, i break, don't know, a know what a baklava is <laughs> yeah it's more like a lasagna yes a breakfast a lasagna. Lasagna. yeah, yeah a, okay. a bread lasagna I'll and uh a nice and, a, lasagna. and a coffee hmm. man i'm glad i ate recently <laughs> All right, so, uh, you know, the, the waiter comes out and sets it down and, you know, gives you your stuff and kind of looks at you and kind of just shakes his head and, and walks back into into the store, into the restaurant, cafe.
3: Why is he shaking his head? Why is he going to be mean?
0: Maybe he's having a bad day.
3: Well, and presumably
2: you uh, ordered it in, like, so-so foreign or Italian. And yeah. I'm to sure understand.
0: Yep. He's probably agitated that. He has to deal that he's been uh, having to deal with tourists at the glass festival mm-hmm. for the last uh, 22 years of his life. And he's 22. probably a little, probably a little fed up with, Listen, with tourists. I've, each time I've, each been, year.
2: I've been doing this for years and I'm just out here trying to be a fascist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And yet all these but, foreigners keep showing up.
3: Yep. This, this is a mighty specific uh, backstory. I'm just like,
0: you asked uh, why so, it was grumpy. Not, well, I yeah, mean, is, I mean, is it
2: that
3: specific in fascist Italy? I mean, it could be. And we also, because, you know, we do have that point where Doc may be a little on edge because of the, oh, how do I put it gently? Over racism and bastardry that we have encountered since we've, you know, we've been in this nice little town.
0: Sure. So,
3: you know. He, he, I mean, he, did, he you, expect the, did
0: you expect fascists to welcome you with open arms and say, welcome, welcome. I didn't expect now, to I didn't to expect the out on my face. As, I didn't I expect,
3: expect to... a kind of Spanish Inquisition.
0: somebody expects the Spanish Inquisition.
2: Oh, as as so. someone who has experienced racism, even if you expect it, it still sucks when you get it.
0: Yeah. yeah that's yeah, yeah. very true. Very true. Yeah. Uh, there's a newspaper uh, there on the table. Ooh. Can I read it? I don't know. Do you know Italian.
3: Um, I know the roots of romantic languages to where I might be able to fake it out. So which language would that be? Uh, let's say Greek. That's not actually I, 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 I speak relatively decent Latin. I'm sure I could probably figure something out.
0: Yeah, so I mean, there's a there's a section in the paper that as you are are looking through it's talking, about how um you know there's a quote from Mussolini mm-hmm. in the newspaper that is essentially Greece was once part of this mighty empire and so it should come back and be part of of Italy once again and we will do everything in our power to make sure that that Greece is is part of us again and the longer that they resist the more problems they're going to have <sighs> That's what you can read. I mean, it's fascist jerks. They're jerks and they're
3: fascisting. I try to keep a, a completely neutral face while reading this this horrifying,
2: Oh, you're wearing a linguistic
3: nonsense. Oh, that's true. So I just try to keep a, a neutral lower half of my face. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> then I'm going to try and do the crossword puzzle.
0: Yeah, just like in college, Matthew, you just write whatever you want in the boxes and uh, say, that's done.
3: (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Am I wrong? That's a perfectly legitimate way to do the crossword. Thank you.
0: Uh Why don't you roll me an observation plus uh, insight, please. D2. Uh, I can do that.
2: I don't suppose we have any momentum.
0: You do. You have four. I'm allowing it to come over from the previous session. Oh boy.
2: That's nice. Yes. I'll, if it's difficulty too, Matthew, you might want to spend a momentum for another die.
0: Okay.
3: Um, yes, please. I shall spend a momentum for a third yeah. die.
0: I have right.
3: two successes. Two successes.
0: Yeah, so uh, the museum is already open by the time that you made your way to the cafe and ordered the cafe, and you spent all this time reading the newspaper and eating your Italian uh, crusty lasagna, or pastry lasagna, sorry. And um, it is many 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 hours before you see any new guards going into the building okay you
2: look at many your watch like 10 or many yeah like... no
0: it's not like 10 hours it's it's probably uh it's a it's a lunchtime break so you have been sitting there for four hours mm-hmm. and uh, the cafe owner is getting more and more agitated at you mm-hmm. uh, you're getting more and more agitated because you keep drinking uh, espresso which you know is bad for you And, uh, and so you notice that there's one guard rotation where two guards at the back, uh, go in at around 12 o'clock and they're chatty. And one of them has got his little lunch pail with them and they're chatting with one another as, as you can kind of see, they're very far away. It's not like you can see them close up. Right. Uh, They're very far away, but you can see two people enter the back around, uh, noon. And then about 15 minutes later, you see two other guys walking out and, uh, one of them goes, we're looking at this map and we're just saying the top is North. One of them goes East and one of them goes West and they wave goodbye to one another and uh, they head off. And you can see in that back area that uh, there are several old men who are sitting up uh, like these stakes and these uh, pieces of, of thin wood in between the stakes kind of creating troughs and they're pointing and they're looking and they're sometimes arguing over these four hours about, you know, how these little frames of boxes should be set up? Well, at
3: at the point where I, you know, it's been four hours and I feel like I've gotten a little bit of useful information. I'm going to uh, wish the cafe owner molto grazie, uh, buongiorno Giovanni, and uh, leave him about a 200% tip because why not? Um, Then I'm going to head off into a direction that does not look in any way scary or spy-like. (laughs)
0: i mean what is that
3: that's a good question i mean what do spies do they spy so i'm just going to sort of wander off looking at the sunset or you know being completely inconspicuous
0: skip through a flower garden so which where so where are you going tell me where you're going
3: um the guy who wandered off towards the east i'm not going to Track him in an obvious way, but I'm going to see if maybe I have the to just kind of you know do 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 from a block or two and see if I can get away with you know wandering back towards our headquarters
0: without uh, getting into. Well, your headquarters are on a totally different in a island. hotel. Oh, well, is on a different island. But wherever you, we,
3: wherever we're operating from, here you on are this currently
0: island. on the island of Murano, Venice is Venice is uh, the opposite direction of of where you're at. So if yes, you're heading. The, East, master, four of east. us
3: clearly. If yeah, you're heading would east said, northeast,
0: Venice would be south location. southwest.
2: Yeah. Um, Game master. Yes. I have a proposal. Okay. Since uh, we have already spent four hours with Doc, should we yes. maybe dial it back to see what, for example, right after
0: been doing. Right after he rolls a stealth plus coordination. Fair uh, enough. No stealth. Stealth plus agility D two. Ah. Three successes. I thought for no. a moment it was four. Nope. Dang Your it! Arrow is the wrong way again. So with this you nonsense.
2: got a success and a complication, I believe. Assuming it's meter B. Yes. Eat.
0: One success yeah. and one complication. I hate everything. Okay. So uh, yeah, you attempt to follow this guard for whatever reason, and it's very um, apparent after about two or three blocks that he is heading into a residential area. And he's waving to his neighbors and saying a good morning. And he's uh, finally gets to his home and his little son comes running out of the house and gives him a big hug. Papa, I'm so happy you're home. And they go inside and uh, close the door. Uh, Unfortunately, you are in a residential neighborhood dressed as uh, as you are. And people really are staring at you. So people know that you've been following this guy. Let's rewind to 8 a.m. and check in with uh, with Blisko. Blisco, where what are you doing?
1: Well, I've been put on the front entrance, right? Uh, yeah. Presumably there's a cafe or something that I can... Uh, a- uh,
0: there's a whole festival laid out in front of you.
1: Yeah, I'll sit down to have breakfast at a cafe uh, while being able to view the doors for a little while, have whatever they have as like a special for the day. Try something new, as the day rolls. Just kind of change through different places in in front of the uh, museum. Uh, never.
0: Uh, so you're not gonna re- you're not gonna stay in one place the entire time. That's probably a good idea. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna not get into the uh, server's way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean you can like, also I mean you can also wander around the grounds of the the festival and still keep an eye on the the entrance. Yeah,
1: basically as long as I'm not just sitting staring at the entrance
0: uh oh sure i feel like it's so there's there's a whole festival going on i'm just yeah, like yeah i mean there's like a, there's a ring toss guy that's like you man. look like you can throw the rings just right and uh there's another person that says come here and pop this balloon and there's a person that says get the ball in the hoop and win yourself a prize yeah basically i
1: will do anything i can do as long as i am able to see the front entrance the entire sure, time kind of walk
0: down the middle of the midway and you're yeah. you're doing that and people are trying to sell you things and and buy things do you take part in any of the uh in any of the uh activities
1: uh yeah uh as as long as like i'll i'll peruse whatever stuff i can buy as long as i can just be looking in the direction of the museum the entire time yeah, uh, if lie. there's uh some glass trinket or other that i may eventually give back to give to my mother if a uh, oh. chief her, if I'm, a, if I'm able to be forgiven eventually kid. for uh, running yeah, yeah. away from home to join the military,
0: man, if one of these Italian mothers heard you say that to the, to the booth guy, she'd pinch your cheek so hard and smack your face and say, you're such a good boy. Very good. Uh, it cost you 20 monies. Okay. It was expensive. Yeah. She deserves it. Yeah. You love your mother.
1: Uh, yeah, else, maybe, what else do you do? maybe try one of the games
0: like what's your favorite game at the carnival uh we'll go with the ring toss okay let's do an agility plus athletics check d2 agility plus athletics oh Yep. ha <laughs> oh two successes very good uh one and a 19 very good rob yeah you you win the ring toss uh surprisingly this is probably at that same carnival where you met the magician guy. You probably learned some of the other tricks of the carny folk. And you know that the ring is a little bit smaller than the pegs that you're trying to get it on. But they told you that if you uh, go to the one that's in the farthest back corner, uh, that is the one that is the only one that will allow you to win. So in case a cop ever shows up, they can say, oh, no, this isn't a rigged game. And they could always toss it onto that back corner. You know that. And so uh, you were able to do that and you were able to win. A little uh, stuffed Italian sausage uh, that's dressed in uh, in uh, some Italian clothing. He's got the little uh, hat that the gondolier guys um, wear when they when they steer the boats around the the, the canals. Okay, and uh, yeah, that is your that is your your cheap prize that you win at the ring toss. Very good, Rob. But you know, uh, one of the things that you do notice is around. 11.45 or so, you notice that there are two guards walking into the building. And about 10 or 15 minutes later, you see one guard walk out.
1: Which way does he go?
0: Uh, he kind of looks at all of the uh, uh, people that are milling around in the uh, in the front lawn area. And he's, uh, he's looking around and he spies a pretty woman. And he has a big smile on his face and he walks down uh, to go and uh, follow her around.
1: Okay, one guard chained around lunchtime. I'm going to take a quick trek around back to reconvene with uh, Doc.
0: Okay, so you make your way around to the back of the museum and it's it's roped off. You can see some old men who are out there and they are setting up stakes in the ground. And then they're taking those stakes and they're attaching these long sticks to kind of form a rough box. And then these old men kind of start to argue with one another as they kind of figure out what's the best angle that this box should be in. Uh, But uh, observation and insight, please. D two is a 50, 50 zero successes. You see no doc.
1: He must've seen something and went to follow it. I head back to the front and kind of resume my meandering and well, not until end of day or until I assume we yeah, had just assumed were. a rendezvous time with the others.
0: Let's rewind to the apartment, Bill, uh, to your uh, hotel room in Venice uh, earlier that day. Did you uh, guys agree on a rendezvous time or a place?
2: Uh, it would have probably been pretty late. So maybe we'll just meet up at the cafe in front of the museum at... Uh, I don't know. When is the festival Sundown. usually over?
0: Oh, yeah. The festival winds down about eight o'clock. Okay.
2: So we'll meet there at like seven. OK. And, right. you know, leave a little just be like, OK, if, if like if you're the first person there at seven and nobody else is there, just stick around for a bit because who knows what all we're going to end up having to do.
0: All right. Let's fast forward a little bit of time. To 8 a.m. and the museum is open and there are patrons going in and out. Some of them are wearing masks. A lot of them are not Mm -hmm. um, going in and out of the museum as we join uh, Dutch and Valentino.
2: Let's try and wait for a time when the Great Hall doesn't have, or uh, the Grand Display Gallery, sorry, uh, doesn't have a ton of people in it. Like it doesn't have to be empty, but just not, not the maximum occupancy.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people that, because the festival is, you're kind of right in the middle of the festival at this point, the museum has constantly got a good uh, flow of traffic uh, through it. Um, yeah, there are times where there may be like four or five or six people in there, but for the most part, there's always some people in there. In fact, when you guys walk in to the Grand Display Gallery shortly after 8 a.m., uh, again, once again, you are just amazed and blown away. By all of the glass that is on display, there's large pieces, there's small pieces. There's this beautiful swan piece where the glass has been stretched up and created this beautiful glass neck that is it is sitting there, and it's just a phenomenal uh, piece. There is a blown glass uh, bear that is sitting there as well. Uh, it's it's really a, a kind of a large piece. I would say it's maybe like two or three feet tall. Uh, It's really impressive. Uh, It's not as impressive as the swan with its uh, graceful neck. There are some really intricate, uh, or I should say there is a really intricate ballerina there as as well uh, that is on display. And of course, all of this glass just lights up and glows because there's a huge glass dome two stories above you in this grand display gallery that just lets in all all of this light. And, you know, as you stand there, you can see that the light is moving. Even if you're standing there for like 10 or 15 minutes, you notice that the, the light is, is moving through this grand display gallery because the sun is, is shifting and moving. And the light comes in through this glass uh, dome and just illuminates every single corner of, of the grand display gallery. And there are all sorts of, of people that come in and out as you're standing around uh, or browsing. I don't know what you guys are doing. Uh, but, uh, you know, there is a uh, a guy that looks like he's from Texas. He's got a big cowboy hat on. He's a little heavy set and he's got a wife and like two attendants behind him. He's like, my goodness, this sure is some pretty pieces of glass. Yes, sir. Where's the gift shop, son? I need to go buy me some of this stuff. Uh, they're shuffling around in there. Uh, you see two men dressed in in dark suits that are standing kind of in the northeast corner of uh, the Grand Display Gallery. They're kind of looking at pieces. They're kind of. You know, talking with one another, they're looking at people as they come in. Dutch and, and Valentino, if you would, would you roll me a um, observation plus insight D two? All right, actually D one. We'll do a D one on this okay. one. Okay. Yeah, two uh, successes for Brian. Two successes. Okay, and one, one success two. for Carlos. So I'll add one momentum back onto this. So as
4: possibly uh, more if instincts or sight would be applicable.
0: Uh. Instincts would be yes. All right, three successes then. All right. So, what are you doing in the grand display gallery during this time? Are you just like standing around staring at people, or or what are you, what are you doing?
2: So, probably what we would do is uh, go around it. Right? There's multiple entrances
0: mm-hmm. to it. Right. Yeah, there's four entrances: uh, northeast, southwest. Right. So, if we
2: came in and probably the first entrance we would run into would be the, uh, East entrance. Right. peek In there. If it's super full, keep looking around, looking around, looking around until we get to the North entrance. If it's mm-hmm. a little bit lighter, then we would like go in and start looking around. And that's when we would.
0: Okay. Try to, as you wander around the, the gallery, uh, the museum, you know, you wander North through the great hall into the back gallery where there were all of the, um, Uh, chandeliers and other display pieces that were there, especially the section on color. And as you come in through the north gallery, you both smell this like rotten egg kind of smell, something that you would associate with sulfur. And then coming in from the east entrance, you see uh, the German woman and six uh, students Three boys, three girls, following behind in in uh, two rows, uh, boys on one side, girls on the other, as they follow uh, her, the the German teacher lady, into the grand display gallery. As they are again looking around at all of the pieces, uh, the German woman is like, "As you can see, the art here is of very high quality, and you should take note that the only way for our country to really show its superiority is to be able to achieve greater glass blowing status than these Italians. And the little children are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the two uh, men in black suits kind of, uh, you know, they pay a little bit more attention to the Germans as they come into, to the room. It appears like they can also smell, you know, this sulfur smell. One of them kind of, you know, does a backhand tap on his friend uh, on his chest and kind of points at Freitag Fri- 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 as she enters the uh, grand display gallery, and everyone is kind of kind of spread out, looking around at everything. Uh, every uh, you guys, can you please roll me another observation and insight this time? D two.
4: I'm just gonna let it ride for my normal two dice.
0: Okay. One uh, success just, from Brian.
4: Start it. Okay. okay. I'll take a. I'll
2: take a momentum. All right. Uh, For one, one success. success. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Between
0: the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it just appears that everybody, including Frau Freitag are just very interested in every aspect of all the glass pieces that are on display. One of them points to the, the Swan sculpture and moves to the girl that he is with and, and taps her on the shoulder and points at the Swan and mentions whispers something in her ear And they both kind of nod and uh, continue to look at all the pieces around them. Okay. Well, uh... one other thing, one other thing that I, I will give you here is about every 10 to 15 minutes, a guard will enter through the north, walk the perimeter of the grand display gallery, and then exit back out of the north entrance. Okay. And about five minutes after that guard exits the downstairs, another guard you can see uh, enters and walks around the perimeter of the kind of viewing gallery upstairs.
2: The introduction of seven Germans makes it pretty crowded. So I think we'll. Try this is to a do pretty another... big. I
0: mean, this is still a fairly big room. Uh, the grand display gallery is probably what sixty feet across, sixty by sixty. Yeah. I mean it's a, it's a big room. I maybe I'm thinking more it should be maybe 100 by 100, but it's sure. it's a large space. I,
2: you know, uh, as 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 Doc pointed out last time, we are, or or rather, um, it is suspicious for there to be uh, a this German person who happens to have the name of a day of the week, so. I would say let's wait and see if they leave before we produce any sort of uh, ancient relics of our own.
4: Yeah, agreed. Um, Okay. Should we maybe just casually mosey our way out of here and loop back around later?
2: Yeah, I mean, this place has, like, benches and stuff, right?
0: Oh, yeah, there are definitely benches in the Grand Display area. Um, Probably there's there's two benches two or three benches again, depending on the size, let's say three benches uh, on each side in between some of the display shelves for people to sit and look at the glass, especially as the, the light continues to shine through the big glass dome above. It's really amazing that when you move from a warmer morning light to a more bluish afternoon light, that a lot of the colors of the glass that are on display and the way that the glass refracts and creates, uh, you know, rainbows on the walls really changes a lot throughout throughout that that morning that that you're here. Okay, but yeah, uh, so yeah. there are definitely some people that will take advantage of the seat and just sit there and contemplate uh, what what all this grand art is around them.
2: Yeah, we'll see. We'll grab a seat, um, and Dutch will pull out like a pad. And a pen, and uh, write some stuff down.
0: Just kind of looking around. Okay. At one point, a guard enters through the north, and he walks around, and he sees you uh, doing something in your in your sketchbook, and and he pauses for a moment to see what you're writing in this notebook.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a poem in
0: French he kind of stares at you for a moment and then smiles and then continues to walk his little patrol and then out the north entrance for a free talk and her children and her brood. brood. Yes, yes, yes. Um, at one point, right after the, uh, main floor guard leaves, all seven of them circle the central pillar in the middle of the room where there is this, Great glass orb, I think I've said it's probably about the size of a volleyball, something like that, is on display. And this orb is unlike anything that, I mean, you guys have already seen it, but it still amazes you every time that you have walked into the room that the red streaks that flow through this this glass are as intricate as they are, are as mesmerizing as they are you know, the glass kind of flows or the, these uh, red ribbons that flow through this glass orb kind of come in one way, and then they'll branch off into smaller and smaller pieces before they, uh, you know, uh, trails before they join back up to another little uh, branches from another ribbon of red that, that is flowing through the, through the glass and then, you know, kind of reverse trees itself back into a main ribbon and, It's That'll split off again into something else. And there's a lot of that going on in this piece. It's got so much depth. Some of those red ribbons are closer to the surface. A lot of them are further uh, down into the glass orb. It really is amazing. And the other thing that is amazing is the fact that this is a very, very old piece of glass. And that red color has retained itself through all of these centuries. At least that's what you, again, hear when the tour guide comes in. Uh, twice during your your sitting period there's two different tour groups that come in
2: okay so when you say they circle it you mean they walk around it or they form a, no, circle, they form around a circle around it no they form a
0: circle around it and they are mm. looking at it from all angles occasionally you will see Frau Freitalk look at one of the children she doesn't say anything but one of the, like the the girl will look back at her and kind of nod her head and Frau Freitock will nod her head back, and then she'll look at another child, and they just kind of do this very silent uh, exchange between them as they're nodding back and forth. Uh, at one point, the guard in the upper top is walking through, and he kind of pauses, and he looks down at at this weird arrangement of people, but it is the glass festival, and he's seen a lot. And he'll pause for a moment and look. Notice that it doesn't look like anybody's going to reach out and touch it, Or try to knock the display over. And so he continues about his business. After about 15 minutes. Freitag says. It is is time to eat. Let us go. And they line up behind her. And in two rows. Boys on one side. Girls on the other. They march out. Or I shouldn't say they march. uh, They walk out. Uh, the East entrance into the great hall and you do not see them anymore. And that odd sulfur smell that you were smelling within the last 30 minutes seems to have gone away now.
4: Definitely suspicious. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we go check it out ourselves. Yeah. All right. I, uh, walk up near
0: the orb and it's amazing.
4: I'd probably take a good while just kind of looking at it, tilting my head back and
0: forth, seeing how the light plays through it. It's it's really cool because because of the size of this orb. If you focus your attention on the red you know ribbons or streams or whatever that you want to call them that are closest to you, you can kind of shift your depth of field and your perspective. So all of a sudden you create even more depth in the in the orb. It just really looks that cool.
4: Well oh, uh after a little bit I'll reach to my jacket and pull out a
0: mask. Okay. Uh why don't you roll a um coordination plus stealth D2. To oh, to boy. change
2: masks
4: surreptitiously?
0: Um I mean there's still people standing around.
4: Sure. Uh. What momentum are we at? Just two? Two. Mm, two, but oh, I mean, yeah, I think I'm going to burn one because I'm rolling a tick against a 10 here. Okay. So here goes. Nope. One
0: success. One success. Yeah. As soon as you pull out the mask, those two guys in the black suit, uh, wearing the black, they're not wearing one black suit. They're each wearing a black suit. <laughs> it's not like three raccoons in a trench coat. Um there's one customer of. that yeah there's one customer that walks through the gallery that does look like three raccoons in a trench coat but who knows what that's about. Um
2: like what but, game are they playing? That's the one <laughs> that's the game that I want to be playing.
0: <laughs> oh no, it's it's this game. Oh okay. Uh, right. One of you notice at the bottom of the trench coat some tentacles are Oh no. Out. Yeah. <laughs> uh so one of again the uh one of the men wearing the black suit kind of stands a little bit more upright and sees what you have in your hand, Valentino. And he leans over and he whispers into the ear of the other man. And then he kind of makes a beeline out of the, out of the grand display gallery, leaving the other man behind.
4: And I saw that. Oh yeah. Okay. uh, Can I just like maybe make a show, just kind of moving the mask back and forth in front of my face, uh, just to kind of make it, a, so that they see what I have, and B, just kind of make it like I was playing, you know, seeing how it changes don't, through the don't, eye holes. Don't
2: try to play it off. Just put that on, see if we can get confirmation, and let's get out of here. Okay, I'll just put it on then.
0: You put it on, and... the glass in the room all kind of has this... extra glow to it. And as you look around... You can see, yep, there's the man in the black suit. There are some children over there who look bored to death (laughs) being in this museum. And the mother is just kind of standing there, you know, looking at each piece. There are a couple of teenagers. One of them looks like he's trying to, uh, a boy is trying to impress the girl. And there's some giggling going on. And then you notice that next to the wall, the east wall, near where the man in the black suit is standing. You notice a little girl. And it looks like she's very sad.
4: Uh, (laughs) As you say, it's next to the man in a black suit.
0: Yeah, she's standing up in that kind of northeast corner area. Can I see the little girl? You cannot. You are not wearing the mask.
4: (laughs) Right. Uh, Not. Seeing anyone that I think would be named Antonio around here, but there does seem to be a little girl over there.
0: Oh! At the minute of the mention of a little girl over there, the little girl turns and looks right at you.
4: Give a little wave. Oh.
0: She waves back. The man in the black suit is now staring at you very weird, and he kind of gives you a awkward <laughs> wave back.
4: <laughs> All part of our plan. Not at him. Uh. Just look around, make sure there's no one else that I didn't notice before that... Me...
0: No, just this little girl.
4: Happening. Uh, well, when I mentioned a little girl, she seemed to notice that. I wave her over.
0: Uh, little um, girl takes a couple of steps towards you. I'll nod. She again waves back at you. It's clear that she's been crying. You can see her, see the tear streaks down her face.
4: Uh... I'll like maybe cock my head and see if we can leave the room or if that's an option for her.
0: I don't think she understands what that means.
4: Okay. Uh, I'll, I like kind of walk halfway, maybe acting as if I'm looking at a different piece.
0: She wants you to kind of pay attention to her. She kind of continues to follow you uh, as, as you move. She wants to try to stay in your line of sight
4: okay good good uh yeah i'll you know see if she you know walks a little bit away from that man in the black suit
0: she does she will probably walk maybe 10 feet away from where you initially saw her but then she is very hesitant to go any further she keeps looking back in that direction
4: uh, i'll kind of walk towards her a bit more
2: and <laughs> So Maybe we... as as Valentino walks towards her, Dutch is going to like step, like basically set his foot down next to his foot as he lifts it to basically step on his shoelace.
0: On Valentino's shoelace.
2: Yep. Okay. I'd be like, oh, 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 oh sorry, sorry, man, uh, sorry, I untied your shoelace.
0: Uh
4: all right. I'll bend down to tie it. Maybe let the mask drop.
0: Going to take off the mask?
4: Yeah, for now.
0: Yeah, the little girl looks very sad, even more sad than she has. And when the mask comes off, she is no longer in the room. The man in the black suit. Very, very curious at what you are doing. All right, let's get out
4: of here. All right, well, I'll tie my shoelace tighter and stand up and walk out
0: okay Uh, and you exit the the building completely or are you Uh, still wandering
4: around the museum go back to the great hall maybe
2: let's actually go out uh out the west side okay and then down and we'll head to the back to the back room is there any signage on it?
0: Yeah, it it says boiler room uh in Italian obviously. It says a boiler room uh employees only. I'll try to open the door. It is unlocked.
2: Okay. Walk in there.
0: Okay, you walk in and there are steam pipes. There are pipes that are running uh along the wall and up onto the second floor. There are pipes that Appear to be going up and towards where the toilet areas are. There's at least one pipe that appears to be uh, going out of the building. But in the middle of this room is it's a really kind of noisy in here uh, because in the middle of the room is this giant boiler, and it's just chuka 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 and, and go, go, kind of sounds that the boiler is making. And there's there are two guys in there, two men, and they are constantly watching the boiler. Uh, occasionally one of them will throw a, you know, you see one of them pick up a shovel and throw uh, some coal in there. And they're dialing gauges and wires and looking at things. And after they're satisfied, uh, they both turn around to sit at a couple of chairs that are there uh, next to a light and they turn and notice you. Hey, you're not supposed
2: to be in here. Uh, and, and French will say like the
0: bathroom. No, no le bathrooms. Le, down le the ban? Hall. Le bain? No, he, he, he it looks, uh, at, his, he looks uh, at his friend, like uh, you know, his co-workers, like these idiots. No, es, a toilet's down the hallway. Excusez, excusez is my <laughs> version of trying to <laughs> yeah.
2: say something in Italian with a French accent.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they kind of wave you out and kind of are kind of pushing you out the door and then close the door behind you. Okay.
2: So there there wasn't any sort of like high tech security system uh, panels in there.
0: Not that you could see. It, it looked okay. like a boiler room. Okay. Wow. I mean, Good there have may a... have been a, there may have been a, uh, uh, like a hatch panel or you know something on the wall, but sure. there was nothing in here that said you know security guards and monitors and those kinds of things.
2: You you said we saw wires. Would it be reasonable to to think that the circuit breakers would also be here? Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant—the breakout box or the breaker box. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, that's something. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh, exit through the gift shop. <laughs>
0: you exit through the gift shop and you pick up a Banksy on the way out. Nice. Does it shred itself before we leave? Yes, it does. <laughs> Unfortunately, the minute that you exit outside, it falls on the ground and shatters.
2: Oh.
0: And then you hear a man laughing and then he runs out the back.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we came out the front. Mm-hmm. So uh, how long have we had? we been in
0: there? So it is probably noon a okay. uh, little It's actually a little bit afternoon because you heard Frau fry talk say it's time to eat and they all left uh, by the time that you put on the mask and you did the shenanigans with that. And then you went into the, to the boiler room you've exited out is probably a quarter till one. Now you are standing at the top of the steps. And as you look across the, the promenade uh the, the main field down the midway of the carnival, you can see uh, three men in black suits uh, approaching uh, in the distance.
2: Uh, let's. Uh... It's probably faster to just cut back into the museum and walk out the other side.
0: <laughs> you, you, you try that, but the back entrance is like emergency only. Fireworks displays oh, being okay. set up. Right, that's right. And they, they kind of don't want you. There's a guard there. It's like no, no, no. Um, please, front entrance only.
2: All right. Well, we'll go out the front and.
0: The men to... in the black suits are closer than they were a moment ago sure uh
2: well we'll go around the museum to the back side
0: okay it's 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 uh roped off they don't want you into this area but you can see uh you know there are some old men that are sitting on on the grass and they are eating sandwiches from their buckets and they're pointing at these uh, kind of frames these box frames that that are embedded into the ground and they're kind of pointing and discussing uh things as they eat their eat their lunches and drink their their drinks
2: Scoozy, Scoozy, and just like basically walk as fast as possible out of the restricted area and into whatever like shops are on the other side of the
0: yeah sure you you cross the street and you go into some shops and there's some people that are very excited to see you although you can tell that they are also starting to feel a little bit of the wear and tear of uh you know hundreds of festival goers coming into their shop and looking around and then not buying anything
2: Yep. Uh so the moment that we break line of sight with the guys in black, uh they, Dutch will take his mask off.
0: Yeah, they don't they don't see you.
2: Yeah, so he'll take his mask off, take his coat off, um, and uh just go into, you know, maybe a cafe uh and try to get a table.
0: Yeah, surprisingly, you know, uh within a block of this of this museum lined up along the streets, there are like apparently a ton of cafes. Oh yeah. uh, All over the
2: Touristy area. Yeah.
0: So this, this cafe is more of a, uh, more of a bar cafe, right? So this is one that, that will serve you, you know, some bar food, like a sandwich, but their primary thing is selling you alcohol.
2: Yeah. So uh, if it is more of a bar then Dutch and he'll motion Valentino too, he will like find some guys and, you know, if they're at the bar or whatever, sit next to them, order a beer or whatever is had here. And we'll try to, like, make some conversation with them in his broken Italian.
0: Oh, the the, the guys that are near you are uh, seem to be actively talking about something. You're not mm-hmm. sure what it is, something about a gathering or something about a a something. But the minute that you guys sit down, they kind of clam up. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, very like touristy he'll be like yeah this is a, a great place very happy to be here can i buy your drinks
0: <laughs> and they kind of all look at each other and nod and say yes yes and they all order like the most expensive drink ah. that the bar has okay
2: well do i i what is it do you think it's Some something sort
0: of green it's great
4: and it's green and it's, it's green. And it, and it,
0: I mean, it's green and it smells like, I mean, like, have have you smelled like really high proof alcohol before? The kind that kind of burns your nose a little bit sure. when you take a whiff of it. It smell it's like green and mint and uh, high octane alcohol.
2: Oh, sounds disgusting
0: for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they they all seem to enjoy it quite a bit.
2: Yeah. So basically, what I'm trying to do here is uh, get them chatting with us, so that if some uh, cool guys in cool suits happen to walk by, they'll look in here, just see a bunch of guys talking in a bar.
0: Sure. Why don't yeah. you roll? Uh, why don't you roll? Will plus uh, persuasion. D two.
2: I guess I'm not making
0: a persuasion test against these guys. I mean, you kind of are. You're wanting okay, to persuade I- them to. Can I you know, use like my?
2: You. Can I use my talent then?
0: Absolutely.
2: Okay, I'll buy uh, one point of uh, or one die for free, and then okay. I'll spend our other momentum.
0: Okay. So should be. So you're rolling in. how many? How many are you rolling? Four dice. Four, Four dice. Okay. Nice. Three Ooh. successes. With a yep. complication and a complication. Yeah. So you get one momentum back. And uh, they seem to be, um, you know, uh, amenable, I believe is the word, uh, to uh, you buying them drinks and trying to chat them up with conversation. But they were kind of involved in some kind of a deep conversation that you really weren't able to pick up when you first came into the bar to sit down. Hmm. Uh, And they seem to want to continue on with that very heavy conversation, but they're also trying to be nice to you because it's clear that, that you are foreigner, probably an Englishman Mm -hmm. uh, and that uh, they're trying to, to be nice because you bought them alcohol. And so they will make small talk with you about the weather. One of them mentions, uh, the recent uh, football match that, that happened uh, the other day and uh, the scores. And if you had a chance to go and see it, Uh, Uh, another one. Oh, it was a very good game. Very good. Um, Paulo over there, his friend uh, uh, scored a big point for the team. And we won. Hey, hey. And they all are like, hey, hey. hey. Ah. And then the other one is like, what do you think of the the, uh, the weather here in Murano? Oh, wow. Beautiful. Yes, yes. It's very good. Very good this time of year. Very chilly, though, in the night. So make sure you're not on the streets. Right.
2: Right. Mm. But uh, at least it's safe, right? You have those uh, policemen going around.
0: They seem to become very agitated they all get very quiet and they all kind of look at each other Uh, what do you mean a policeman
2: oh i'm sure i saw uh some sort of uh policeman uh maybe uh sort of off in the distance maybe walking a dog
0: now they're very uh they're all looking at each other one of them leans into the other one and whisper 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 whisper. and uh the other one looks back as it's a Leans very close to you and looks you right in the eye and he says, it would be a very good idea for you to never get too close to that the dog.
2: Okay. All right.
0: It would be very good for you to not cause any trouble on this island. All right. Or in a Venice either. Right. In fact, if you think you're going to be a troublemaker, you should probably go now.
2: Have I seen those guys uh, go by?
0: No, uh-uh. okay.
2: Uh, you know that shall will put his hands up and be like, "Oh, oh, oh no trouble. I did not. Didn't, didn't mean anything by it."
0: You're Spanish, huh?
2: Uh, yeah, American actually.
0: Mm. What do you think of the Mussolini?
2: Oh, I haven't spent a lot of time here, but I had I did spend time in Spain, um, and I've uh some friends in Germany and I gotta say uh there's gotta be a better way to keep the trains running.
0: He looks really deep at you. Can you roll another um persuasion check again?
2: Yes. Can I use my talent again?
0: You may. Okay. you need two you need two successes on this.
4: I got zero success Oh Yuch
0: He looks at you and he says, uh, some say that Mussolini is the greatest, kindest man that this country has ever seen. And he's the man that this country needs. How would you agree?
2: Uh, Well, I haven't spent a lot of time here, but I would say, um, you know, I'm, I'm from the U.S., and. We're big fans of uh, democracy there. So, um, I, would have, I would have loved to have seen uh, a uh, candidate go up against uh, Mussolini. I don't remember. Mussolini didn't take over in a coup, did he? He was, right.
0: like, actually elected. Yeah, at this point, I, I don't know. Okay. Um, let's just say, yes, he was elected. Okay. Yeah. So there were some there was this uh you know some some very good people uh cast some votes and he won by twelve thousand votes.
2: Yep, yep, pretty much. So um yeah, basically Dutch will say something to the effect of like it would have been nice to have seen a candidate run for him who uh was less uh interested in uh maintaining a culture uh, and more interested in helping the helping the people around the country that need it.
0: The man looks at you for a very long moment, for a very long beat. And he raises his glass to you. To Americans. And his two other friends are like, Americans!
2: Yeah, America! Uh,
0: there's a couple of other people at the bar that's like, quiet! You know, you can tell that they're day drinkers and they want their day drinking peace.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So they all salute you. Okay. Uh, tell me, what do you do?
2: Uh, Well, right now, we are here on business. Um,
0: oh, business. You're a businessman, huh?
2: Uh, let's say I'm a junior businessman. You know, that's my dad's uh, business. Oh,
0: your father have a lot of money, huh? Uh, yes, <laughs> he does. <laughs> you uh, ever put any of your monies into the elections, huh?
2: Uh I haven't really been able to I haven't been able to vote for all that long, so I just uh you could say i I've just barely discovered politics, but I have uh absorbed as much as I can as fast as
0: i can and he like has two fingers and he kind of taps you on the chest. Tell me American if with your fancy money during the election would you have backed the opponent or would you have walked away
2: uh I would say. Uh, I would have not been afraid to back them, but I also understand, or you, you should understand, that I'm a young man with not much to lose. Mm. Like I understand, I understand people being, let's say, scared, you know, of economical downturns and things like that.
0: So mm-hmm. I understand it's like, that. It's like last month I turned to 38,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I also know this feeling of scared.
2: Mm-hmm. And one you of, them,
0: a... one, right. of them, one of his friends kind of taps him on the shoulders like, no, no, no. And he kind of like hesitates.
2: Nope, I get it. It can get pretty scary out there uh, when the opposition is in control and when the opposition uh, <clears throat> doesn't uh, relinquish control when they're supposed
0: to. Yes, he, Mussolini definitely wants to stay in power. He's a big yeah. idiot. And then you, his friend definitely taps someone on the shoulders, like, no, Andrade, no, no, no. I'll give a good smile there. Yeah. They kind of look around the bar to see if anybody's paying attention to what, what they are saying. Mm-hmm. But they're all drunk. Uh, the two drunk guys really don't give a crap. Right. The bartender is paying a little bit more attention to your conversation.
2: I'll uh, I'll see if these guys like quiet down when the bartender comes around, or if they're like
0: if they Yeah, the talking. bartender walks up and is like, uh, "More drinks." Uh, and the the main guy, you know, the guy that's been in, having exchanges on uh, or Andretti apparently is his name. Uh, looks at you says, uh, "Are you buying American?"
2: Yeah, uh, I'll I'll, use... I'll I'll buy for you. I need a glass of water. You <laughs> know we have Americans. We can't hold our alcohol. That well. <laughs>
0: Kind of looks at you maybe with a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah. But then he looks at the, uh, he looks at the bartender, gives him a nod and the bartender nods back and he turns around to the bar and comes back again with uh green cocktails. And uh, what are you going to have Valentino?
4: I'll take one of those.
0: All right. He comes back with four green cocktails and a glass of water for the American. And as he's setting it down, he uh, pulls out a little piece of. You see a little piece of uh, chalk appear in his hand, and he. You see him mark a what looks like a check mark onto the uh, bar in front of you, mm-hmm. kind of where the point of the check mark is kind of pointing at you, so that when you look at it, you can see it's like, you know, a check mark.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he, uh, the you, the bartender looks at you. And then he looks at Andrade. And then uh, he spills a little bit of the water as he's setting the glass down, uh, which coincidentally splashes onto the check mark. And he takes his bar towel and he rubs it off. And then he turns around and walks to the end of the bar. Andrade is looking at you. Salute to Americans and to you who drink water. Salute. Salute. Drink it down.
2: <laughs> well, it, uh, has been fantastic to talk to you and, uh, certainly glad to spend, uh, you know, because we have, uh, we have business everywhere. Some American money on you and, uh, some French and British money as well.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much for the, uh. For the drink, uh, my friends and I really appreciate it. And uh, then he kind of grabs you by the shoulder and pulls you in close, mm-hmm. whispers in your ear. If you ever want to uh, spend your money to help the opposition? You uh, you come and look for Andrade. And he kind of gives you a smack on the face and laughs. <laughs> ah, good Americans. <laughs> and every and his two companions also laugh. Good Americans. <laughs> and the bartender kind of laughs and uh, expects you to pay him.
2: Uh, yeah. How much is that gonna
0: cost us? It's gonna cost you four monies.
4: Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Particular uh, sites we should see while we're visiting.
0: Have you been to the museum? Yeah. Everybody yeah. goes to the museum. Yeah. yeah have you been to? Nice. Have you been to the to the tower over in Venice? I don't
4: think no, we've, been we've mostly
2: been here at the festival. Yeah.
0: Yeah, go check out the Tower in Venice. It's a very interesting. Uh, lots of things to be found there.
2: Sounds good. All right. So uh, if I am looking for Andretti, just come back here. Or is there somewhere, someplace? Uh,
0: Andretti can always be found here. Okay. And his friends kind of
2: laugh. <laughs> Andretti the drunk. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm assuming that those guys uh, gave up looking for us
0: up there. If I were to make a guess. I would guess that by the time you guys split off and, and started walking down the steps to the east and back around the behind the building, these guys were only halfway up the promenade. So they probably wouldn't even recognize you at that distance. Sure. So they probably just went into the museum to go uh, see what's up with the with their friend.
2: Okay. Um. Yep. We'll thank these guys, say bye, and go look for uh, Blisco. Wait,
0: who would be in the back? Let's go. Doc. Oh, Doc. Doc would have been in the black back. Yeah. Uh, okay. But it's like, it's, you know, after one o'clock. Yeah. Doc, what did you do? What did you do after you found yourself in this residential neighborhood? It's a residential neighborhood. There's a bunch of people. They're definitely looking at me. Yeah. Could this I is f- like
3: feign drunkenness and try to like ask for directions back to the festival? Sure. I let's
0: try. try. not
3: to find my
0: way. Roll a reason and persuasion, D1. D1? Uh, actually, it's going to be a D D2 because you had that complication.
2: Oh, no, okay. I rolled will and, persu- and persuasion.
0: Uh, okay, that's what uh, will me. will and persuasion then, uh, D2 because you have the complication. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do.
3: Shoot, that's so much worse. Uh, do we have any... Uh, you have one momentum. I think I'm going to have to borrow in momentum.
2: Yeah, okay. And you can always okay. give Steven some threat too. Yep, I haven't Ooh. even used any threat yet.
3: Yeah, but you will because you're mean to me. Um, if I give you a threat and use a
0: die, would that give me four to roll, or would I? Have no, that give you more th- th- than my... You'd have to give up. Uh, you'd have to give me two threat if you wanted to roll four dice. Yeah. Hmm. So... I, think I need to do it because I'm literally yeah. rolling against an eight. Okay. You may roll four dice. You I have zero momentum, it. and I have ten threat.
3: And I want to roll less than eight. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that would be the one to the right. Tidy. So the point, it goes, it, the, the point, point is to, to the left. left. Wait, wouldn't it be greater than eight? No, less than eight. Okay. That's my problem. That's my problem. That's totally my problem. Okay.
0: Hey, uh, you got two successes, mm-hmm. which you need. Yes. You also Yes. Have two complications. Incredible. Which I didn't need it. So you feign drunkenness. And, and, and how do you act when you're feigning your drunkenness?
3: Ah, uh, I'm a lost. Where's the festival? And I try to sound Canadian because I found that sounding Canadian
0: is better. Yeah, You're going to have to work on your Canadian then. Okay. <laughs> S- scusi. Ah, uh, the festival. Donda.
3: Uh, hello. I too too much to drink. Two complications,
0: and, uh, man. You have some bad complications here. Um, the The people surround you, and they're looking at you. <laughs> they're gonna start throwing rocks, aren't they? I I hate this game so much. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good idea. <laughs> I know what I want to do, but I don't want to do it because it's it's pretty bad. But it's two complications. How can I? Know? Yeah, a uh, 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 uh,
2: great uh moment to to think about sort of what as a game master you how beholden you are to the dice right like uh yep something that something should happen here but very likely it's going to be disruptive to what you had planned that's that's what i'm guessing is, is most likely to happen Yes, just because it's, because it's going to, like, eat up a lot of time to deal with, if
0: nothing else, right? Uh, y- yes, and. Yes, sure. and. Uh, sure. Let's just say, yes, and, but. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, one of them, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, okay, so here's what happens. Um, okay. One of the, one of the men steps forward and says, we don't know, like no foreigners in our neighborhood. And, uh, he takes a swing at you and and punches you. So, Matthew, if you will roll a um, agility and fighting D2. Okay. One success. Wow. Nice. So you get two successes
3: off of that. Oh, I do get two. Oh, there's a one again. Uh, he I, have, takes a I swing. have now rolled six die, two ones, two twenties and two seventeens.
0: Yeah, he um, he takes a swing at you, but um, he must have been drinking a little bit at lunchtime. And uh, he kind of uh, swings, and you're able to dodge and miss his his blow. However, another one comes out of nowhere uh, from another guy and smacks you cr- uh, right across the head. Smashing your mask, you need to take one uh, stress. Physical? Yep, one physical stress. And then a, a woman is like you know she screams because there's <laughs> mayhem going on and the, and all of a sudden some people start picking up rocks and they're throwing them at you get out of here foreigner 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 get out of here foreigner and uh start to chase you down the street oh uh, i'm sure glad a, that earth d20 is is much meaner than the real world yeah i know right uh can you roll an agility plus athletics please uh, uh probably one we can try. Do you try to fight back? I guess I should ask if you try to fight back.
3: Uh, at the point where somebody starts checking rocks, I try to beat feet, I think.
0: Okay, all right.
3: I know the power of, uh, of a quick retreat.
0: Two all right, successes. two successes. You get back one more momentum because you only needed one. You are able to um, outrun the, the mob of people. And after a few minutes of following windy, twisty streets, you cross a little canal and you find yourself back on the main central island of Murano, uh, probably a less than less than a hundred feet from from the museum. Okay. You are to the northeast of the museum. Is there some place I can quickly buy a new mask? I mean, yeah, there's people selling masks all over the place. And maybe a cloak. So people will yeah, not look yeah, at me and go, hey, a, that's a, a cloak. There's a cloak, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Alright, uh, please deduct uh, five monies from your account. Five monies, okay. Whoever's got control of the
3: monies.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll do it.
0: Okay, If you have a cloak and a mask. I'll put them on uh, they, quickly. It is a black cloak with a black mask and a black tricorn hat. I put on my black cloak, black mask, and black tricorn hat. Yep, that's, that's all this booth sells. is nothing but... Black cloaks, black masks, and black tricorn hats. And I try to blend. Yeah, you do. I mean, there's festival go- goers around. Some people look at you and nod because they get it. Uh, other, you know, uh, one or two other people are kind of freaked out by by this apparition that appears before them, and they kind of step aside. But uh, yeah, docs, doc's tall. No, mm-hmm. he's not that tall. He's not that. Oh, tall. I thought he was tall. No, I'm not he's big. big. He's just, how tall am I? I thought it was like five. I think you're like five ten. Okay. All at right. most, Thought it's it all for the
2: thirties. Yeah, the thirties it really is.
0: Yeah, I mean, somebody Plus. that would be six foot in nineteen forty would be like a giant. Yeah. Ooh, Look so at I'm a small freak
2: giant. of nature. Yeah.
0: I'm Rob. the world's smallest giant.
3: Oh. Okay. Um, I suppose
0: I should head back or try to head back to the point where we're supposed to rendezvous. Sure the middle of the afternoon but yeah go ahead so you arrive at the cafe rendezvous point it is 2 p.m in the afternoon there's a blisco sitting here blisco you see a man approaching you in a black mask a black cloak and a black tricorn hat uh
3: do you hear the one about how franklin wanted a turkey okay do we have an actual response to that
2: (laughs) no that's not even (laughs) our code word that's for the other guys
3: i didn't think so (laughs) Well, it's the only thing I could think of that I would know would be a code word we, that. I mean, later
2: you, could on, say,
0: you could just say hi, Blisco.
2: Isn't later on. Out? We can ask Alan Pino to come up with something cool for us yes. since he's the cryptographer. <laughs>
3: that? Uh, something that only an American would know. Uh, hey, Ishka Bibble. Hey, Blisco, it's me, Doc. <laughs> And give away my identity after I went (laughs) and I bought this, this cloak and hat for
0: five monies and approaching someone who. How is anyone, how is, how is saying my name is, it's me, doc. How is that going to blow your cover? Yeah. Doc isn't even actually your name. Yeah.
3: And whatever you hear coming from a guy who looks like doc, who has that slight Massachusetts accent with Greek intonation who's speaking English like an American uh, from Massachusetts with Greek intonation. Yeah. When you, how, how
0: many people do you think they are on that island? Ishka-bibble. I mean, That's what I say. Mean, I say, say Ishka-bibble. Uh, so, curious. I'm just seriously curious. Why, why would you think you need to maintain a cover? I don't. But I didn't want him to freak out because
3: we've seen these guys— running around seemingly being pickpockets. I yeah, so was uh, operating pitching? under the expectation that all of these guys were pickpockets. I didn't want him to think here comes a pickpocket. And so you, but approach I him also, and, say, and you, approach I him, don't goes, know if I'm, de- I don't know if I'm being
0: followed by people know, those, who might. Those, you, at. you, you, you beat that, uh, that running check. So they, they dropped okay. off. They, they're not going to follow you. Okay. You're, you're out of their neighborhood. So I sit down and I
3: say, What's up, Blisco? Ishka Bibble.
1: Why aren't you out back?
3: Uh, uh, the, the the lovely and welcoming natives of Murano uh, introduced me to the song of their people.
1: Did you get chased away?
3: <laughs> With rocks. I see. So, about the usual trade Did places? You see, see anything on the front side? Ugh. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary yet. I have to change into the guard.
0: The waiter comes out. Hey, I told you not to be here no more. You get out of here. I don't need your kind here. Go. And he's pointing to you in the black mask, the black cloak and the black tricorn hat. Go now. I'm going to call the police. Murano.
3: Visit if you survive. I'm going to whoosh off into the shadows because why not?
0: (laughs) And the waiter comes up to you. It's you, Belisco, I'm so sorry. These pick pockets are always running around these festivals.
1: I, I understand. It, it's okay.
0: If you see them, just be wary and check your wallet. You might want to check your wallet now. Well, double check. Or make
1: a, make a show of checking.
0: Ah, it's a good, a good. I try to chase them off every time I see them. Right. Once
3: I'm not like in, in full view... I think I'd like to get rid of the tricorn hat and see how obvious I am. I mean, you're still wearing a black mask and a black cloak, but... uh, (sighs) I mean, you know... I think
1: it was the black on black on black.
3: Yeah. All right. Uh, Well, I'm also going to bust out the first aid kit and deal with my one point of stress from the the punch in the face and see if I can do something. If I use my first aid kit, that will buy us some momentum.
0: uh, First aid, I don't think works that way. (laughs) <laughs> I'm injured. I'm going to fix myself. Doesn't doesn't work that way. But how does it work? Well, read what it says. What what says
3: I have first aid kit. What is aid your first kit? I know.
0: Gain 3 say? bonus momentum. Okay. So you use your first aid kit and you gain
3: 3 bonus momentum. There you go. And I put a Band-Aid on my injury.
4: Yep.
0: But you do not clear your stress. Ah, uh, boo but you now have right, 5 do, momentum. Do we
2: do we need to look this up?
0: No, it's no, it literally good. what he said. Use your first aid kit gain 5 momentum or <laughs> right, 3, buttons, three momentum. bonus momentum. Okay, yeah. but that's good. So, why
2: why are we not not spamming first aid kits?
3: Uh this is a good question to be honest.
2: Rob buy 20 first aid kits. <laughs> <laughs> On it.
0: <laughs> All right, so what uh Blisco, you're kind of sitting there. Doc ran off or does he come back or what's the deal? Uh, is there some place that I can buy a different mask? Sure, this place has a lot of them. There's a clown masks here at this one.
3: Can I buy one that doesn't make me look like some sort of criminal, serial killer, or uh, reprobate?
1: Maybe this is a definitely, clown mask stand. Definitely so not, not all three. Not all <laughs> no. three.
3: <laughs> a clown mask. So the answer is as vehemently this no. Is, so maybe this is one of those. Stand. This
0: is one of those. This is one of those really weird uh clown masks uh where it has the uh, the the clown mask has the uh, triangle blue triangles above and below the eyes and then a r- red nose and then this really really wide smile that is oh, no. like wraps no, around the mask you can stop now i know and it has and, you know big yeah. big red lips and no. that also costs you 5 monies
3: no I'm going to find a different... There is no way. No. Oh. no! It's a clown mask. I said no. What other masks? Are okay. There?
0: Should I find uh, like, uh, you... an angel mask? Yeah, what kind of... Or... Yeah, sure. There you go down another uh, couple of spaces, uh, another couple of booths, and somebody else is selling some masks. These. Uh, this one uh, is a just a plain porcelain uh, face with a mask, and on one of the cheeks is a little red heart and there's some ribbons that are coming off uh, the side that you can use to, to tie the mask uh, to your face. Mm, That's hard. nice. Yeah, I'd like to try that. All right. It'll yeah. be, you try it? You want to try it, or are you buying it? Uh, does it fit my face? I mean, yes. All masks fit all faces. Eventually.
3: This is a thin person. Um, yes, I will purchase this mask. I will tie okay. it to my face. Five I will money. to... No, five as, as, zero, the, sir.
0: as the person is handing you the mask, uh, you notice a kind of like a on their hand, this black kind of splotchy mark on their hand that kind of goes right at the, you know, the, the, what is it called? The crotch between your, your thumb and your, your index finger. Mm-hmm. You see this kind of black, almost a mold, and you see it kind of tendril up. Their wrist and under their their cloak, uh, under their
3: um, coat sleeve. This island is an endless parade of horrors.
0: Uh, oh no! The parade starts at five p.m. The parade of horrors starts at five p.m.
3: <laughs> what? What? In, in, in my in my uh, scientific mind, what do I think is the over and under that I've just purchased a plague face and I'm going to
0: die? Oh no! This isn't a plague so, mask. That's that's okay. three booths down. You can buy the
2: plague so, mask. What you're probably seeing is the stuff that we've all been seeing. Yeah. Which is like...
3: The weird black ectoplasm.
2: Yeah, we're, we're pigments modeling here.
3: <laughs> I suppose it's better than Portnoy's complaint. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put it on because I figure if I, if I die horribly, it just means that I don't have to hang around on Murano. Uh,
0: you put the mask A-Lano. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that mask looks like a woman. Oh, that mask looks very good on you. Oh, very nice, very cute. Uh, lose the hat.
3: I lose the hat for sure. Tricorn hat. Do, do they have a better hat? I just trade her for a hat.
2: But the, uh, put the the hat down is, on another pickpocket as they walk by.
0: Yeah, there's there's no. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't sell hats. She just sells masks. She's a poor woman. That's why her masks are very plain. Oh well, then I'll I'll give her a little extra monies. She's already charging you five monies in 1935 for a plain porcelain mask. That is a lot of monies. I'm just saying, I like to
3: support people. You know, the people who are out there building their All own. Right. How, much, how much more thing.
2: money are you giving her? Four? Because that gives me down to 20. Okay, that's good.
3: That's like 20%. That's okay. almost half. Okay. Now, if I have this mask on and I keep that black cloak, am I going to be mistaken for a murderer? Or do you think that it's the black on black on black that was the issue? And if I get rid of the hat and the black mask, will my black cloak just sort of fit in?
0: Uh, why don't you roll me a reason plus uh, survival check and find out?
3: Be
2: one. Nobody else getting like new, Ve- like Fallout New Vegas vibes <laughs> from this, right? <laughs> it's like you can dress up to get into like different enemy camps, but you. Oh have yeah. To,
0: like, I mean, I mean, you mean uh, I'm not going to say anything, but maybe
4: <laughs> one
0: success. Why would Uh,
4: Caesar's Legion have to have the best armor?
0: Right. Uh, Matthew rolls one success. just don't really care. They seem to be ignoring you. Good. I'll be ignored. I'll go back to my pal, Blisco. Blisco, there is a man approaching you wearing a white faceless mask with a heart on it and a a black cloak. Is it the same black cloak that I recognized from earlier? (laughs) I mean, I guess maybe there's a lot of black cloaks. Black is a pretty, <laughs> pretty popular color.
2: He's not. He's not wearing a hat, so presumably you'd be able to. Oh like yeah, you can. You could
0: recognize that that hair. It's shooting out everywhere.
2: <sighs> is it? I mean, like <laughs> I, I do kind of think of dog as having kind of wild hair, but does he yeah. have? Oh no, like he does. He hair? does have wild hair. Yeah. Okay.
3: It kind of depends on the time of day. By now, especially certainly. if he's especially if By he's now, been yeah. punched in the <laughs> face yeah. and running, nope. running, running around, running from, from hats and yeah. masks, like yeah, a madman. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, you recognize yeah. Doc approaching you. <sighs> you
3: start the day with a lot of dippity do, and it's never enough. It's just it's never enough. There's there's no amount of fop that will hold it down. Okay. So... Okay. So I'm I'm almost certain
0: that your friend showed up hey you must be this boy's friend he's been waiting for you all day would you like something to drink i would love something to drink what would you recommend ah what's uh what's that drink there's an italian drink it's like not lemon water but it's like a lemon alcohol uh limoncello yeah that's what it is yeah you see him uh pull out a container of uh Uh, lemonade, it looks like, or some kind of washed lemons uh, from behind the counter and he pours it into a glass and then he puts in some sugar and then you see him uh, grab a vodka. It's not very high shelf vodka. Uh, And you see him pour that in and he stirs it around, puts a slice of lemon on top and then he brings you the limoncello. It tastes very good. I may need another one of those. Oh, uh, right away, sir. And he goes and makes another one. So as we
1: were saying. You got chased away from the back.
3: I did. Uh, but I did. I, they, they, it's very interesting what they're doing with the fireworks back there. I, I watched for, oh, two to four hours, and it seemed like there was fireworks, and then they moved in some new fireworks about four hours later. So you know, if we were, if we were looking at those fireworks and wondering how those well, fireworks would
0: cycle clarification they weren't moving in the fireworks they were putting yeah. in the stands where the fireworks will eventually go yeah they I'm were trying they're very
2: very early on in the process it's <laughs> one kind of like
0: yeah and and they're old men so they move very slowly which is probably so, why they're starting now so that they're done in time for the fireworks festival which is like 10 days from now it's
3: that thing where we were watching to see how long it took the fireworks to cycle back and forth see the fireworks arrived nobody's been nobody's paying. Attention. left I'm still speaking in code. I can do that. I'm an adult. So anyway, yes. Did you have any luck on the front side? Mm. Two went in,
1: one came out. Mm. Right around lunchtime.
3: I had two and two. So it seems like perhaps they switch shifts every four hours.
1: Mm, Probably best to check around. Mm. What time is it? About two? Yeah, it's about two. Probably best to check here in about another hour and a
0: half. Mm, good call.
1: There you me, try the lemon uh,
0: It's very good for gasoline. Do you, Rob? Does no. Bliscoe imbibe? Bliscoe does not drink. Okay.
4: Uh, Ever, another hour and a half.
0: Uh, so are you both going to head over to check out the museum again at, at around four hmm. o'clock? Or no? Or are you just going to both wait and see if um, Dutch and, and Valentino show up?
1: Uh, you've probably around 3.30 split up to go at least get an eye on the back door again.
0: Mm. Are you going to look at both entrances or just the back door? I
3: think we should switch entrances. I'll I'll kind of wander through and take a look at the front.
0: Okay. And
3: you wander yeah. through and take a look at the
0: back. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, Both of you rolled me observation plus insight D2. Mm. And you do have five successes because you used a first aid kit for some reason. Or five two. momentum, I should say. For first aid
3: purposes, I yep. would like to utilize a momentum. Oh, I right. will also use a
0: momentum. What and you said this, this was t two. In- observation insight and insight. Observation. Thank you. Yep. Observation and insight. Yep. Two successes from Blisco. You notice nothing at four o'clock at the uh, at the back entrance. Two successes from people doc. continue people continue to do their, do their thing. Uh, old men moving around. And, uh, one of them looks at his watch and points to the other and they're like, yes, nod. And they head off uh, for the day to, uh, maybe go get, uh, something from that bar across the street. Uh, doc also has two successes. He also does not see any, uh, officers exchanging places at four
1: o'clock. All right. Continue watching for, at least uh, another thirty minutes.
0: Yeah, you don't you don't see anything at four thirty. Like
1: we our rendezvous was at seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just wander around, keeping the either at least the alleyway within view yeah. or the back doors. Sure. So You're-
0: yeah. So th- again, there's open areas. There's no alleys yeah. around the okay. museum. Uh, interestingly, around five o'clock, the museum starts to clear out of patrons. Mm-hmm. You see. A, uh, you see the German woman with uh, her six students following her out. Oh, no, you're watching the back. You don't see anything. From the front, Matthew, also at around, um, uh, right around five o'clock, uh, the mm-hmm. patrons are exiting. Some of them have packages and, and whatnot. You see a German woman and six students exit the front steps, and they kind of walk past you without really paying attention. must be that great mask you're wearing. And uh, head down into the, uh, into the midway.
3: Now, did you say that those six children were all blonde and roughly Blonde the same and
0: height? blue-eyed and about the same height. And they're all wearing, the boys are wearing brown shirts and brown pants. And the girls are wearing uh, like a black dress and white blouse. Or I should say, what is it? It's a dark blue, mm-hmm. uh, dark blue and, uh, and, and white
3: blouses. Do they seem to be like related or is it something where it's just sort of, these are children who were chosen for their Aryan features or...
0: I mean, are they
3: uh, they ridiculously identical to the point? Oh, no, they're,
0: they're not, they're definitely not identical. Uh, I mean, I mean, you would have to look at them. I mean, you're a doctor, but you can tell that, uh, that there's not a familiar resemblance between anybody. So they're not like, no, I would probably lean more towards the uh, brown shirt. Children uh, are probably chosen for their Aryan. Okay. So one thing that is very clear though, Mm-hmm. From everybody who has spotted these this group is they are not wearing armbands. Right. But right. they are wearing what you would identify as those uniforms. Uh mm-hmm. Frau Freitag is wearing a what looks like because it's cooler, uh, she has like a wool uh skirt, green skirt, uh with a uh blouse on and an overcoat, a matching wool green overcoat, and then she has like a green Uh, Wool, you know, how they have that kind of half cloak, half wrap that women sometimes wear. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has that and she's got a little pill box hat and uh, black gloves that she's wearing. Mm -hmm. And some very sensible heeled shoes. Also black. (laughs) Okay.
3: I don't trust them. How come? They're up to something.
2: So, for the sake of maybe putting this together later, they left for lunch and
0: came back to the museum presumably. I mean, so yes, for discussions purposes later. Let's say later on you guys meet. Yeah. Okay. From I just from, I just wanted to
2: make sure that I didn't like yes. just completely misconstrue that they yes, were they, no. they had
0: from what you saw, uh, mm-hmm. Dutch. They left for lunch. From mm-hmm. what you saw, uh, Doc. They left the museum at closing time. At closing time, okay. Did they leave the museum around lunchtime? Since yeah. they might not have,
2: because I mean,
0: we, yes, you know, because they don't have food in the gallery in the museum. Yeah, but could they? Well, I guess that's
3: yeah.
2: Uh, we did not literally see them exit the museum, just the gallery. But I, yep. it sounds to me like they just straight up went to lunch and came back.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I say Blisco should have seen them. Is yeah, they left the, the building. Did Busco see them leave during the lunchtime?
0: Uh, no, because he was too busy looking for guards and buying trinkets for his mother. I mean, mm-hmm. to be fair, there's a lot of people that walk in and out of that museum. Yeah. All right. But yes, let's let's just say that you guys didn't check every cafe around the perimeter of the museum grounds. They so probably went and had lunch and came back. Practically infinite of them? Apparently... <laughs> uh so yes the museum closes and uh you know you see some guards locking the doors at six o'clock from the inside lights are still on the festival lights are all on down the midway it's dark by this time street lights are on shops are are closing up except for the plethora of cafes restaurants and bars surrounding the museum
1: uh i assume it doesn't take much time to get from the back of the museum to the front no, I mean, like, it's like a 5-10 minute walk. Right. So, yeah, like,
0: I will wait till about 5-7 till seven before I uh, head up front. Okay, you head up front, and look, there's a doc wearing that mask and that cloak.
1: Sit down with them. they not here yet, Emma,
3: apparently. Have not seen them, no.
0: Okay. So, right around 7 o'clock, hey, look, here comes uh, Dutch and Valentino.
2: Dutch is holding his head. Is he injured? Like seriously, that stuff Alcohol was, very well. That that's uh, that was that stuff was strong.
4: Mm. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> wow. Hey, there's a, there's a, there's our friends. What's uh hey, oh. hey
2: guys? Oh, thank God, coffee. Can I get a Can I get a coffee?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah sure sure brings out a coffee. Yeah, thank hard, you. Hard day, fellas
2: uh yeah. well we saw a few things um not a lot of which help us with the potential uh mission but uh good to know nonetheless like do i feel like we do have some privacy here or should we have like
0: oh open? yeah yeah people don't really care. i mean people are moving about doing their business it's not like people are like who are these strangers let me listen into their conversation there's none of right. i mean literally there are so many people wandering around that you guys could have a normal voice conversation and no one's going to care about anything you say unless of course someone walks by and you're like let's blow up the 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 mayor's house then they probably <laughs> would pay attention but um for the most part you can guys can, can yeah, do no. you can say whatever you like
2: um we uh did you guys see any of those, like, uh, did you see that German lady with the two-by-two kids?
3: I saw them when they left, uh, just a few, like, 45 minutes ago, around five, when the museum yeah. closed. Yeah, when the museum closed,
2: yes. Oh, we saw them leave at lunch. That must have, either they went About back time. or...
1: Didn't catch them, they... but I was paying attention for guards. That's that's no. fine, that's fine. Wait, Doc,
2: are you injured?
3: Uh the 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 lovely people of the city introduced me to their their uh kind ways. Um I'm sorry man you look like you're hurting a little bit. Would you like some aspirin from my first aid kit?
0: <laughs> you only have one first aid uh, actually you have no first aid kit now, so ah! you, you have used it. You used it. so you lose ah! it. Yep, yeah. Yeah, that's all
2: right. We'll Scratch the first, first aid kit aid off kit. of
0: your off of your list. What They'll we're get gonna get do is we're gonna buy
2: kits. 20 first aid kits and <laughs> yep. then at the start of every fight, who has the most hit points? Probably me. Uh, I'm gonna hit myself in the head with the butt of the gun, and then we're just <laughs> going to cheese those uh, first aid kits to oh. get 20 momentum right off the bat. <laughs> oh
3: no, we found we found an extra reasonable.
2: let's go let's go turn playing his back on, on us and this jump is. very and jump into a curb. Several times and go, <laughs> woo, 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 and then he's going to shoot backwards into the yeah. enemy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just glitch through the, hospital, the museum wall. <laughs> speed
2: run Cthulhu, Any any percent?
0: Well, I mean, speed running Actun Cthulhu would definitely be the opposite of what we're doing tonight. So, <laughs>
3: That's, uh, yeah, it's been a. I mean, I mean, please continue
0: with your, please continue with your conversation. Yeah. Pay no no attention to this uh, godlike being staring down at you from above. (laughs) All
4: right. All right. So,
2: um, go ahead. Go ahead.
4: We also uh, met some local color, but a lot more friendly folk. Oh.
3: Like the sort of locals that we've been wanting to try and maybe meet.
2: Yes. Like, oh. Uh, but I guess, on the other hand, we also met some local color that we probably don't want to run into. Mm. Um, when uh, Valentino tried his uh, luck with the mask, they mm-hmm. seemed to notice it and um, oh. went and basically and seemed to go get reinforcements. So we had to we had to lay low for a bit.
4: Also, I uh, don't think I saw any luminaries. Just a sad little girl. Uh, but she did seem awfully interested in speaking with me. But couldn't exactly get any uh, privacy to see if I, they like had a, a spirit girl. Seemed black. no one else was seeing her. I couldn't see her without the mask. Well, that's so, disturbing.
2: Yeah, it's... I wish we knew more about this mask and how it worked. I mean, I would... I would hate for it to be like draining life out of you every time you put it on. That seems like the sort of messed up thing it would do. But if it isn't, I would probably uh, like to try some stuff. Like, can you see any ghosts if we go to a graveyard? Are you going to see a bunch of ghosts there?
4: <laughs> uh, maybe we should uh, try.
0: Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no graveyard on the island of Murano, nor is there on Venice Island proper. But if you went to the mainland, you could easily find a graveyard or two. Or
2: well, maybe there's other places that we can go to that might have some ghosties, like, I mean, there's tons of, like, very old buildings anyway.
0: Yeah, there's a you hospital know? on the southmost island. Where?
2: where it's a, a small hospital. All right. Well, uh, we also got some confirmation from the locals, not that we needed it, that we don't want to run into those cops with the scary dogs. Mm. So, we're probably pushing curfew as it is. We should head back. There's
0: not a. There's not a. There's not a curfew, but the last boat off the island leaves at what did I say? Eight or nine o'clock. So unless you want to be stuck on Morano for the whole night, you need to exit Yeah, we need, to get, that's, we need to get That's kind mind. of the general movement of the of the populace.
2: And and I, and I didn't mean uh, like I, I didn't mean an explicit curfew, but okay, there's gotta okay. be a time when those guys start patrolling. So yeah,
0: I didn't, I did I just wanted to make sure that yeah it was clear that there's not a state issued curfew okay. in effect.
1: Is right. the boat for eight or nine?
0: <laughs> uh let's say uh that the last boat off the island leaves at nine o'clock. Okay.
1: I would like to stay observing the museum at least till eight o'clock to.
0: Okay. Uh, sure enough, right at eight o'clock, you see a lot of the lights in the museum, uh, go off, especially up on the second floor. First floor still has a lot of lights on, uh, that you can see certainly, uh, you know, I would say the lights dim like 50% or whatever. And then about 10 minutes later out of the front door, you see, uh, like six guards exit the exit, the building and lock the door behind them. You also see some uh, one, at least one or two administrator people leaving the building. Uh, If you look closely, you can see one of them is one of the tour guides that, that you saw on your first trip to the, uh, to the museum, but they lock the door behind them. One of them checks the door kind of pulls on it, rattles it and everybody kind of walks down the long uh, stairway, and when they get to the bottom of the stairs, everybody kind of waves and parts and goes their own directions. Ciao.
3: Ciao. I'm sure When's some of the them are hungry. So.
0: boat. <laughs> the earliest boat uh, that goes uh, in the morning is 6 a.m. to the island.
1: I think I might have their schedule down. I do need to be here a little earlier to confirm. Yes. That's fine. Oh, Yeah, some of
0: so uh, so. Just so you're aware, from what you observe, Rob, and I should have made you do an observation check. But from what you observe, some of them wander off uh, to the east and to the north, and uh, that is away from the docks that you guys came in. But Doc would know that those are kind of residential areas towards off in that area. But there are like three or four guards that are walking towards, and at least one administrator. That's walking towards the the docks that you guys came in on for your boat hmm. okay
2: yeah, so most of the most of the staff lives on the island.
0: yeah, I would say probably half. it looks like about a fifty fifty okay or sixty forty something like that.
2: Yeah. I wonder if at this time it was like cost effective to live in a like small touristy island. Um nowadays I, it would be absolutely prohibitive uh, like especially up here in the Pacific Northwest of, like living oh, in an yeah. island is like so expensive. Uh
0: when I was doing some of the research on Venice proper uh there's only about 5000 people that live or no I'm sorry 50,000 people that live on the island of Venice right now uh in today and so most of them are there to service the the tourist trade but there are like houses and know, residences, uh, that people, that people live there. Uh, and, but a large portion of the people that support the tourism also ride the train to the mainland. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be like a very, it, but it also is very expensive to live on the island.
2: Yeah. All right. Let's, um, yeah, so now yeah, it's like about 830. Yeah, let's head back. Uh, and, uh, tomorrow uh, if everybody wants to get up super early, we can just come here at six or we can split up again and, uh, maybe I can come with Blisco, and, uh, you two guys can, uh, but let me see if there's another aspect of the plan that we could split up to see.
0: I mean, you if you it... guys,
2: if you guys want to try to get in there and figure out where the security system is housed just by looking around.
1: Seems reasonable. I...
4: Uh are we uh absolutely certain that the security system is electronical in nature
1: no we
2: don't but do i have any relevant skills
0: absolutely biffed figuring out how the security system worked didn't i (laughs) oh no you figured it out how it worked perfectly you tried to steal the globe and you set off the uh security system you 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 know exactly how the security i I mean like congratulations (laughs)
1: <laughs> did I did I do an engineering check to like figure out more than just no, hey approaching no. is All right. No, you did not. It was a bit of a ah crap. We're in trouble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: All right. Well, uh, yeah. If we need a we need an engineer in there, so that's Blisco too. So um, tomorrow we can see about see if you're. Uh, Projections are right, and then maybe you and Valentina. Well, uh, we were wearing masks, so um, maybe we uh, change up some masks. Uh, Beliscon and Valentino go in. I'm sending Valentino because he's observant, Um, and uh, see if you guys can scope anything out about the uh, the system. And maybe I'll go pay our friends. our uh, new potentially uh rest about friends uh, a bit of a visit and i'll bring you okay.
0: along you are on the island of venice it is uh, close to nine o'clock a little after nine o'clock you caught the last boat yep. 15 minutes so it's like 9 nine 15. you're on the island of venice um are you walking back to your hotel or is there any place else that you would like to go
2: yeah like, probably back to the hotel unless somebody else wants to do something else
3: i feel like straight to the hotel is probably the uh mm-hmm. everybody but Blisco has had a few. Have we actually eaten any food today
0: blisco that... has <laughs> okay uh who had that that famous uh uh breakfast italian lasagna. breakfast lasagna pi- pastry <laughs> i
3: I'm, I'm gonna have to ask you to look up the name uh, but yes that was me. Okay, I mean it's it's like a
2: yeah, like oh, go ahead.
3: It's a it's a straight croissant, Matthew. (laughs) It's like (laughs) nine hours ago I had a croissant. I didn't know know the name for,
0: and then you had like three limoncellos and uh, Uh and uh, got punched in the face. So
3: yeah, some might
0: say that's a good day.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's just that day.
0: Sounds like a fun day.
2: Like Dutch, with Dutch, it all seems to be happening like. Like probably faster than normal Mm -hmm. where he's like he's hung over now yeah (laughs) even though he even though it wasn't all you know it was a few hours since he had a drink or whatever so
3: but he's also young so you know he'll be over it in two or three hours i feel like we should we should return to the hotel and maybe you know have some food and put together some things and point out the things that we know about things that are things.
0: All right. So you are back in your hotel. uh, They've brought up some food into the common area. You're all sitting around eating uh, some fine Italian cuisine, uh, seafood, pasta, vegetables, mushrooms, uh, wine, coffee. And so what are you gathering together?
2: Um, So yeah, we'll just plainly recount. Um, We saw a ghost girl in there. Okay. Um, We, like those fancy guys that we keep seeing around, they are aware of presumably some magic stuff because they seem to to get very, uh, seem to be very alert when the mask, mask came out. So we need to move those guys from the uh, might shoot you because they're fascist category to the might shoot you because they know what we're up
4: to category. Now, hmm. did the people with the dogs have a similar outfit or no?
0: No, the the man that you saw a couple of nights previous with the dog looked like a police uniform, maybe of a higher rank than normal street police officers. Um, and uh, of course, he was wearing like thicker gloves and thicker boots. Uh because he was handling this dog creature.
4: I see. Okay.
0: But yeah, he's regular police. And you know, just in case
3: anybody had any questions, we have definitely confirmed that the black on black on black are the local pickpockets. Okay. So if we ever wanted to
0: not get attention while getting attention, well I would specifically would say that it. that costume combination of the black mask, black tricorn yep. hat sure. and cloak. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So
3: it's, you know, a professional courtesy thing, I guess, so that they know one another.
2: Um, I think that's about it. We can go tomorrow to see if uh, you guys can spot the, to, to figure out, mechanically sets off the alarm, or uh, if there is any sort of way to cut power to it.
3: Do we remember if there was anything notable or unusual about the criminal that the police and their dog were chasing? Was there anything unusual
0: about him? or was He, he, he was guy? not a criminal, Matthew. He was a he was person just a guy. that was handing out. He was the person that handed you the resistance flyer that you guys have. Right. Yeah. Okay.
4: Do we still have?
0: You do still have it.
4: We should have gotten rid of that.
0: <laughs> did we leave it in the room? You did. Oh, we're all Unless you down. carried it with you throughout the entire day, but we should just <laughs> not go back to that
4: room.
0: <laughs> who had it? I, I uh, might the have... last person, the last person who had it was uh, Valentino. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, because I think Dutch I handed Dutch, it Dutch had to it first, and handed it to were... Doc, and then Doc uh, handed it back to Dutch. Dutch handed it over to Valentino. Quick, Brian, declare that you had
3: it on your person all day. So that a fascist maid doesn't come in and murder us in our sleep.
4: <laughs> sure, I had it under the mask.
1: <laughs>
3: <sighs> yes, and, Brian. Yes, and.
0: Yeah, he said yes,
3: I had, yes, with and he and he it, had it under, under the, the mask. mask. Okay. Sure. What more do you want from him?
2: So, yep, yeah, I think that's... Uh... I think that's the plan for tomorrow at least. It was going to put us at eight days until the fireworks.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should so, definitely sleep
0: in shifts again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do, and it is uneventful. <music> Critical Hit Punch All Nazis is a production of Major Spoilers Entertainment and was produced and edited by me, Steven Schleicher. If you'd like to get a behind-the-scenes making of this episode, be sure to check out the GM Roundtable Octune Cthulhu edition at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash major spoilers. Each week I discuss my plans for the upcoming game session, and Dr. Brad Will is there to share his reactions and advice on how to be a better game master. I will warn you, though, there are spoilers galore in every installment of the GM Roundtable Octune Cthulhu edition. So, If you don't like spoilers and don't want to know what I'm planning next, don't listen to these episodes. Though, I will say, if you do listen, you'll be able to see how and where the players throw a wrench into my plans, and you're also going to have greater insight into the world that's being built into this campaign. This week we didn't have any named NPCs, so no shout-outs to our associate producers this week, but next week we'll feature a lot of surprises and more than a few of our wonderful patrons will become NPCs in this game. You want your name to appear as one of these NPCs in future episodes? All you need to do is become an associate producer at patreon.com slash spoilers. Finally, we want you to record yourself doing your best on Critical Hit and send it to us at podcast at majorspoilers.com, and your voice will join the growing chorus of fans in upcoming episodes as well. Thank you again for listening this week, and here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits.
1: This podcast is copyright 2023 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.